Shalom to all! Today's office is more cut and off you down. We are starting Yud Gimel Amar Bay's four lines off from the bottom with a brand new parak. And today's office is sponsored by Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nishama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Yantav, Ben Rabbi Asher, Anshal, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, The following people are allowed to get a haircut on Chalamite. We know that you are usually not allowed to take a haircut on Chalamite. However, these people, due to extenuating circumstances, they were not able to take a haircut before Chalamite. They're allowed to get a haircut on Chalamite. Habam Dina Sayyam, someone that comes from an overseas trip and he lands on Chalamite or Erev Yantav and he didn't have time to take a haircut, he's allowed to get a haircut on Chalmayin. Someone was released from captivity. He was captured by pirates or by a foreign country or who knows what and he was let go on Chalmayin. Someone that was let out of jail. Someone who was put in Chalmayin and Chalmayin released him from his Chalmayin on Chalmayin. Someone who had made a nether that he's not going to take a haircut and only on Chalmayin did Chalmayin release him from this nether. They became Tahar on Chalmayin. They're allowed to take a haircut on Chalmayin. And the following people are allowed to wash their clothing on Chalmayin. We know that usually you're not allowed to wash your clothing on Chalmite. However, these people, again, due to extenuating circumstances, they weren't able to wash their clothing before Chalmite, so they're allowed to launder them on Chalmite. Habam Dina Sayyam, something came from an overseas trip and he landed on Chalmite, who was or he was released from captivity, someone was let out of jail, someone that was in Cherem, and he was released from that Cherem only on Chalmite, also someone that made a nether that he's not going to launder his clothing, and the Chacham only mattered his nether on Chalmite, hand towels that always need to be washed, and towels that the barbers use that catch all the hair, so that's allowed to be washed on Chalmite. Or Mitzvah has fog and bath towels. These are towels that you use to dry yourself off after taking a bath or a shower. Hazav and Vazavas, Vanidas, Valyadas, all these people that were Tame and they became Tahar on Yantef. So to anyone that went from a state of Toma to Tahara on Chalmite, Hare Elimutar, and those people are allowed to launder the clothing. Ushakal Adam Asurin, and everyone else is Asur. Now the Gemara just asks, Ushakal Adam Maitai Asurin, why are all other people not allowed to take a haircut or launder their clothing on Chalmite? Can't not, because we have a Mishnah. The people of the Mishmar and the people of the Maimon, we know the people of the Mishmar are the Kahanim that are serving the Beis Mikdash that week, and the people of the Maimon are the Yisraelim that correspond to them, and they have a certain avoid to do that week. They're called the people of the Maimon. They're not allowed to take haircuts or launder their clothing that whole week. However, on Thursday of that week, they're allowed to do so because of Kavit Shabbos. And my time, why is it they're not allowed to launder their clothing or get a haircut the week of their Mishmar? That's conditionally constant Mishmar, so they don't come into the week of their Mishmar looking all unkempt. If they know that they're allowed to get a haircut, or launder their clothing during that week, they're just going to push it off for that week, and it's not proper that they come into their mishmar looking all unkempt. Hachanami, so it's over here when it comes to chalamay. The reason why you're not allowed to launder your clothing or get a haircut on chalamay is conditionally constantly regular shame move on, so people don't come into yantif all unkempt because they know on chalamay they can just take a haircut. That's what we say: no getting a haircut on chalamay, no laundering your clothing to make sure you do it before yantif. And now, as we go through the gemara analyzing a number of different cases, we're going to use the case of a haircut as just an example, but it's talking equally both about taking a haircut and laundering your clothing. So, by Reb Zayir, he asks the following question: Of the leaveda ever Let's say a person lost something Erev The whole Erev he's running around like a chicken without a head trying to find this thing and he definitely did not have time to take a haircut. Is he allowed to take a haircut on Chalmite? Is that considered one of the extenuating circumstances that allows him to take a haircut on Chalmite? Even the honest, since he was an honest, he simply didn't have time to take a haircut mutter, so he would be allowed to do so on Chalmite. Or more perhaps, since it's not Muchach, it's not apparent to everyone that this is why he's taking a haircut, so perhaps he wouldn't be allowed to take a haircut on Chalmite. So Amr Abaye answers, So this is a reference to the Gemara Psachim that doesn't allow Srikin and decorative patterns to be etched in Tamatzas out of fear that they're going to become chametz while the pattern's being etched. So long came a person named Baisais who suggested that the patterns could be made into a mold and then there's no fear of them becoming chametz. However, the chametz still didn't allow it because people wouldn't be able to differentiate between matzahs made with a mold and ones made without it and they would end up doing it by hand. And that's the statement of Yemir called Srikin Asurim but Srikin Baisais Mutarin. So by the same token, this person who lost something in Erev Yantav and that's why he couldn't get a haircut is not allowed to take a haircut on Chalamites because people aren't going to be able to differentiate between this person who lost something and people who didn't lose something. And therefore, no taking 
Hekar and Chalmaid. So now Rav Zera asked Abayil Tamecha, according to you, Had Amar Vasi Amar Yechon, that which Rav Vasi said in the name of Yechon, call me Sheila El Chalak Echad. If a person only has one undergarment, Motel Chapsu Bechal Shemaid, he's allowed to wash on a Chalmaid, but Hasam Nami over there also, Yamri Chal Srikin Asur and Srikin Bais Mutarin, that also should be also because people aren't going to be able to differentiate in between one type of laundering clothing and another type of laundering, and people are going to end up laundering clothing even if it's not their only undergarment. So by answer, that's not a question because Itmar Allah was already stated on that case, Amar Mabar Avashi, his belt proves that this is the only undergarment he has. When a person has only one undergarment, so he walks around with his overgarment with a belt around it so it doesn't become undone and expose him. So therefore, it's very clear to everyone that he only has one undergarment and that's why he's doing his laundry. However, anyone else, that's not so clear and therefore they wouldn't be allowed to launder their clothing or take a haircut. Ravashi Masjavashi taught as follows. Bayer Abzair Abzair asked the following question. What about if an Uman, a craftsman, he lost something Erev Yantef, what's the halacha with him? This craftsman that we're talking about is the barber. The barber lost something Erev Yantef. So everyone knows that he's running around looking for it because there's tons of people in his barber shop Erev Yantef and they all know that he was looking for something and he clearly didn't have time to take a haircut before Yantef. Perhaps on Chalmayit, he's allowed to get a haircut. And what are the two sides to it? Even the Uman who Milsa, since he's a Uman, he's a craftsman, he's a barber, so everyone knows it's Muchach. It's apparent that that's why he didn't get a haircut. I don't know, perhaps, it's not as apparent as the cases that we mentioned in the Mishnah, for example, him getting let out of jail or him coming from overseas. So perhaps he wouldn't be allowed to take a haircut in that case. Take who the Gemara concludes. We're going to have to wait for Eliyahu Navi to come and answer that question. Oh, and Sayyidina Mishnah, Bam Dina Sayyam, Simon came from overseas and he landed on Chalamayat, so he's allowed to take a haircut and launder his clothing. And my season, like Rabbi Huda, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Huda. The time you have a bride, so Rabbi Huda, he says, if a person came from overseas, he's not allowed to take a haircut. Because he left Shalaybar shows, he was not allowed to leave. Now, the Mepharshim explains to be referring to a case where he left Eretz Yisrael and went to Chutzlarts, which one is not allowed to do unless they had a valid reason. And this person didn't have a valid reason, so therefore he landed on a Chalamayid, he's not allowed to take a haircut. Now, Amar Rava, he comes to explain the Machlech is between the Tanakam of Aramishta, which is the Chachamim, and Rabbi Yehuda. Lashot, if this person went on a pleasure trip, Devakal Asr, everyone agrees that it's Asr. When he comes back on Chalamayid, he's not allowed to take a haircut because he wasn't allowed to leave. Limit Zainus, if he went seeking his livelihood, he simply had no money, so he had to go overseas in order to make some money. Everyone agrees that he lands on Chalamayid, he's allowed to take a haircut. The whole machlek is between the Chacham and Rabbi Huda is El Arvicha. If he went out to get more money, he Baruch Hashem has a successful Parnasso, he has a good business, and he just wanted to make some more money. So that's why he went to China to try to make some more money. So Marmadami, like Hilashid, Rabbi Yehuda, he compares that to the case of going on a pleasure seeking trip, and when he comes back on Chalmite, he's not allowed to take a haircut. Marmadami, like Hilashid, and the Chacham compared to going seeking his livelihood, and therefore when he comes back on Chalmite, he is allowed to take a haircut. So according to Rava, they actually only argue in one case. But now, basically, we're going to ask a question. Amar Rabbi, Rabbi said, it seems to be that we're going to pass Rabbi Huda in a case when he left Shalai Bershos for they were Chacham Shatz of Bershos and we're going to pass like Chacham when he went Bershos. Now my Shalai Bershos, what does that mean Shalai Bershos that we're going to pass like Rabbi Huda? Elam, if you want to say Shalai Bershos is Lasha that he went on a pleasure seeking trip. You Rava said that in that case everyone agrees it's Asur to take a haircut. The Elam Zaynus. So what do you want to say that Shalai Bershos means he went seeking his livelihood? Ahmed, you Rava had said they were that everyone agrees that it's Mutter in that case to take a haircut. So Elam Shital Arvicha. So it must be the one that says Shalai Bershos over here that we're going to pass like Rabbi Huda. It means Laharvicha he went to profit. He went to make more money than he already has. So all is fine according to the ratio of Rabbi's statement. But now what about the Seifa? Ema Seifa, near and Bershos. It seems to be that we're going to pass like the Chachamim in the case when he left Bershos. So my Bershos, what's the case of Bershos talking about? If you want to say we're talking about where he left to go make his livelihood, he didn't have any money and needed to make basic Parnasa. You Rava said that everyone agrees that it's Mutter in that case. So it must be that Bershos means Laharvicha, he wants to profit and make more money than he already has. But if that's so, you had just said in the ratio that we're going to pass like Rabbi Huda in that case. So based off the way we just tried to understand the ratio and the safe of Rebbe's statement, these two parts contradict each other. It must be the Rebbe Huda and the Chamim argue in all three cases, not just one case. So the Gemara answers for Rav This is really what Rabbi's statement is saying. Near and Rabbi Huda the words of Rabbi Huda are seeming to the Rabbanon, meaning the 
Rabbanon agreed to Rav Yehuda Kshiatsu Shalai Roshos. That's if he left Shalai Roshos. And Umayni, who, what is that case of leaving Shalai Roshos? That's Lashat if he went on a pleasure seeking trip. Shafil Chacham Loi Nechkol of El Arvicha, because even the Chachamim only argued to Rav Yehuda in the case of Arvicha when he went to profit of Lashat. But if he went on a pleasure seeking trip, Madulay, they agree with him that if he comes back a Chalamai, that he's not allowed to take Erechad. And Venir and Devi Rabbanon, Rav Yehuda, the words of the Rabbanon are seeming to Rav Yehuda, meaning Rav Yehuda agrees to the Rabbanon Kshiatsu Roshos. That's when he left Roshos. Umayni, who, what's leaving Roshos? Lamazainus. That's when he's going to make his basic livelihood. Shafil Rabbi Yehuda because even Rabbi Yehuda only argues with them in a case when he left to profit. But if he went to go make some basic livelihood, basic parnasa, then Rabbi Yehuda does agree to the Chachamim. And more hair-cutting cases. Amr Shmuel, he says, a child which is born on Chalamayin. Mazel Tov, a baby is born on Chalamayin. You're allowed to give him a haircut on Chalamayin. There evidently was some sort of Metzias back then that if the child was born with too much hair, so they would cut his hair even though he's a brand new baby. Now, why is that you're permitted to cut his hair on Chalamayin? Because this is the greatest case of being let out of jail. He's in his mother's stomach, that's considered a jail. Now that he came out of his mother's stomach, that's like coming out of jail on Chalmayin. And we know that a person that comes out of jail on Chalmayin is allowed to get a haircut. Now the inference from that is, is Bemayin in Meikaroloi. That's only if he was born on Chalmayin, then you're allowed to give him a haircut. However, if he was born before Chalmayin, no giving him a haircut on Chalmayin. But now Master Pinchas, Pinchas asks a question. All these people that we said are allowed to take a haircut on Chalmayin, they're also allowed to get a haircut during the days of Avelis. If a person was let out of jail during his Avelis period, he's allowed to get a haircut then. However, inference is, if a person is not allowed to get a haircut on Chalmayin, then he is not allowed to get a haircut while he's in Avel. So here's our Pinchas's question. If you want to say there's actually a difference when a child was born. If he was born before Chalmayin, he's not allowed to get a haircut. If he was born on Chalmayin, then he's allowed to get a haircut. Names this Avelis Nehegis Bakaton. So it turns out that Avelis actually is not by Katon. We actually have to treat a Katon with all Dinam Avelis. In essence, what we're saying is, since this Brassi equated Halachas of Chalmayin to Halachas of Avelis, and we said that a baby is only allowed to have his haircut on Chalmayin if he was born on Chalmayin, but not if he was born before Chalmayin, so that implies that a baby who became an Avel before Chalmayin may not have his haircut on Chalmayin. And now we know that's not true. We know that there's no Dina Avelis that apply to a child. Vatanya, because we have a brass that says, we're going to tear the clothing of a cotton if he's an Avelis, but not because he has Chiv of Avelis. That's only Nefesh because we want to cause other people to be pained. When they see this child with torn clothing, they're going to be sad and they're going to mourn all the more so, but not because he has Chiv of Dina Avelis. But it seems to be that he does have Dina Avelis over here. But now Amr Avashi answers the question and he says, Mikatani Ha Asurin, does the brass actually say that the people that are Asur to take a haircut on Chalamayin are also to take a haircut be Avelos. It doesn't say that. That was our inference, but it's not necessarily a proper inference. Dilma, it's very possible that Yeshman man asr, yesh man mutter. Some people are asr, some people are mutter. Meaning, perhaps it's very possible that a person is not allowed to get a haircut on Chalamayid, but they are allowed to get a haircut during Yimei Avelos, so therefore wouldn't have a question. And now a slightly different version of the Shaka Vitaria. Amemar, V'yitemon, some say it was Rav Shisha Breda of Edi, Masni Hachi taught as follows. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel said, Katan Motel a child is allowed to get a haircut on Chalamayid, or even before Chalamayid. And Amar Pinchas, or Pinchas says, We actually learned that in Nebraisa. Call Elisha Amru, all these people that we said, they're allowed to take haircut on Chalamayid, they're allowed to take haircut during their Avelos. And the inference is, says of Pinchas, if they're not allowed to get a haircut on Chalamayid, then they're not allowed to get a haircut during the days of Avelos. Any Amr Katan Asr, if you want to say that a Katan is not allowed to get a haircut on Chalamayid if he was born beforehand, then it would turn out that we have to treat a Katan with all Dina Avelos, and we know that he does not get treated with Dina Avelos. We're going to tear the clothing of a cotton, but not because he has Dina Avelis applied to him, that's only to cause Agmas Nefesh to other people. So we have Uriah says in Pinchas that a cotton is allowed to get a haircut on Chalmayid, even though he was born before Chalmayid. But now Amr Ravashi, Ravashi says it's not actually Uriah. Mikatani, does the Brisa say Ha'asurin? The Brisa doesn't say that. That's an inference that you or Pinchas wanted to make from the Brisa. Perhaps some people are Asr, some people are Mutter, meaning perhaps a cotton would not be allowed to take a haircut on Chalmayid, but he still would be allowed to take a haircut during the days of his Avelos, so you don't have Uriah. And the market continues. A person who's an Avel, 
he does not have to act with any of his dina avelos on Yontif. All of his dina avelos are suspended for Yontif. Shemert says in the pasuk, "V'samachta b'chagecha," and you shall rejoice on your Yontif. And how do we apply this pasuk? Avelos to Meikar, who if this person was an avel before Yontif, as yasei the rabbim, v'dach yasei the yachid. This asei that applies to everyone that they have to be samech on Yontif. That comes, that pushes away the asei that this individual has that he has to be an avel. And via avelos to Hashdu, if this person became an avel on Yontif itself, lo yasei the yachid, v'dach yasei the rabbim. His asei now that he has to be an avel doesn't push away the asei that applies to everyone that have to be samech on Yontif. So either which way, whether he became an avel on Yontif or before Yontif, his avelos is suspended and he does not have to act with any dina avelos on Yontif. But now that we know that Allah about an avel, what about menuda? A person who was put into cherem before Yontif, does he have to act with all of his halachas of being in cherem on Yontif? Meaning, is he allowed to wear shoes? Could he say hello to others? Could he wash his clothing? Or does he have to act like he was in cherem? So, Rabbi Yosef gives an answer. Tashma, we have a brass that says, the Anchal might, we're going to judge capital cases in dinim of makos and monetary cases on Yontif. And now Rabbi Yosef infers, if this person does not listen to the psak din that came out on Chalamayd, we're actually going to put him in cherem. So, if you're going to think, says Rabbi Yosef, that a person who was put into cherem before Yontif, he does not have to keep to all dinay cherem on Yontif. So does that make sense that Mishumas va'asi mekar? If this person was put into cherem before Yontif, asi regal dachile that Yontif is going to come along and push away that dinay cherem, and he doesn't have to keep to any of his dinim of cherem. But Hashem Mishamtinu lehanan now on Yontif, if he doesn't listen to the psak that we came out with, we're actually able to put him in cherem. It doesn't make sense that if he was in cherem before Yontif, now comes Yontif and all of his dinay cherem are suspended. But on Yontif, we're allowed to put him into cherem. That makes no sense. It must be that his dinim of cherem are not suspended on Yontif. So I'm like, Abaya, Abaya told her, Yes, if that's not a raya, who says that we're actually going to judge his case on Chalmite? Perhaps it just means that Dayanim are going to sit down on Chalmite and they're going to analyze the case, they're going to learn up the sugi, but they're not actually going to pass in his case. If you don't say that, do you really mean to say that they're going to pass in a case of Dean Nefashis on Chalmite? That can't be because you're withholding the judges from Simchas Yantif. He says, How do we know if Sanhedrin Paskin that someone has to be killed? This Sanhedrin isn't allowed to eat that entire day that the person was killed. Because the pasuk says loy say chol adam, and therefore it can't actually be that they're passing in the case of din nefashos and chol amayid, because if so, they wouldn't be allowed to eat, and that would take them away from their simchas yantef. Ela yune It must be that we're talking about where they're just analyzing the case, they're learning up the sugya. Hachinamili yune bedine. So to over here, we're talking about where they're analyzing the case, or learning up the sugya, and they're not actually passing the case, and therefore says Abaye, it's very possible that we actually do suspend dine cherem on yantef. So I'm later yes to respond to Abaye. That's actually not true. They actually are going to pass in the case because if you're going to tell me that they're not going to pass in the case on chol amayid, imkain if so nimtes ma'anes dinay. That means that you're delaying his judgment, and we're not allowed to delay a judgment. If a person needs to be judged, we have to judge him right away. So what do they do, says Rav Yosef? The Asmat Safar, the Dayanim sit together in the morning, Umayin Medine, and they analyze the din, they learn up the sugya. Then Va'ali, they leave the bazin, Va'achli, Vishasu, and they're going to eat and they're going to drink, Kuliyayim, the whole day, Va'hadar Asu, Bishkiyazachama. Then right before Shkia, they're going to come, Va'gamrle Dine, then they're going to complete his din, Va'katule, and then they're going to kill him. And they kill two birds with one stone, pun intended. They were able to pass in his case and not delay the judgment, and they also were able to enjoy their yantif. So it's still possible that they do judge a case on Chalmaid, which would mean that they would put someone into cherem for not listening to the psak, which would mean that one in cherem before Yontif would be held to it on Yontif and and is not granted any leniencies. Now, Rabbi Abayah tried to bring another raya for his position. Tashma, our Mishnah says, a that for him. So clearly, we see, says Abai, our Mishnah tells us that all dine cherem are lifted on Chalmaid. So Amarav Rav says, that's not a raya. Megatani Shetiru Chachamim does it say that Chachamim were matir all cases of Nidoi, all cases of cherem? Shetiru Loi Chachamim Katani. It says in our Mishnah that they were matir specific case for this specific person. He went, he was Mephias' Baldin. Let's say, for example, Ruven owed Shimon money. He didn't pay him, so Bezin put him into Cherem. So on Chalmite, he was Mephias him, and he went and he paid him, and then he went to the Chalmim on Chalmite, and they were Matur, his Nidoy for him, they released him from his Cherem. So that's a specific case where they released someone from the Cherem, but not talking about all cases of Cherem 
are lifted for Cholamite. And now we ask about him at Syra. Maoshi in Utsrat Ibregel, does he have to keep to all of his dinam at Syra on Cholamite, on Yantef, or is he allowed to come into camp as he allowed to cut his hair and act like a normal person? Amar Abayi says, Tashma, our mission says, Van Nazarim at Syra, Mutumasal Taharasai, that only if a Nazarim at Syra went from their state of Toma to Tahara, then they're allowed to cut their hair. However, if this person is still in a state of Toma, so then he has to act like he's in a state of Toma and he's not granted any leniencies for Cholamite. So the Gemara says, not a raya. We can actually learn it the exact opposite way. It's very possible the mission is read as a Lemi Baya Ka'amar. Lemi Baya made Tumasa Delay Noig. We don't even have to say that if he's still Tame on Yantif, so we actually suspend all of his obligations and he's allowed to act like a normal person on Yantif. Aval Tahar but perhaps if he became Tahar on Cholamite, Nigs are perhaps we should make Xero Shemisha Karbanaisov that he might end up delaying his Karbanas. We know that once Matsura cuts his hair, he's Chayat bring his Karbanas and perhaps we're afraid that if we allow him to cut his hair in Cholamite, he's going to delay bringing his Karbanas to the last day of Yantif, which is Usur. So Kamashwan, the Chinish and Amisha would be that we are not Geyser that and we allow him to cut his hair even in that case. But it's possible that we could read the Mishnah saying that in his days of Toma, even though he's a full-fledged Mitzayra, he does not have to keep to any of his Dinate Saras because they're suspended for Yantif. So we wouldn't have a raya for a Mishnah and Amorava, he tries to bring a raya. Tashma, we have a brass that tells us as follows, the Pasuk says, Vahatsurua and someone who is a Mitzayra. The Rabbis Kayan Gadol, that includes a Kayan Gadol, he has to keep to Dina Mitzayra in some aspect. A Kayan Gadol, throughout the whole year, he's treated like a regular person is treated on Yantif. And what does that mean? Now, we have a Mishnah. Kayan Gadol Makrav Ainin, a Kayan Gadol who's an Ainin, meaning he had immediate relative die and that relative hasn't been buried yet, so he's an Ainin. The Kayan Gadol could still bring a carbon, but he's not allowed to eat from it. So, how is it that we're comparing a Kayan Gadol to everyone else? A Kayan Gadol, even if an Ainin may bring a carbon, just not eat it, and a Yisrael that's an Ainin on Yantif is allowed to send his carbonas to be brought for him. So, we see that a Kayan Gadol throughout the whole year is compared to a regular person on Yantif, and we say that a Kayan Gadol has Saras, he has to keep the Dinit Saras. So, Shmamino, we learn from here, Noit Shmamino, that a person does have to keep Dinit Saras even on Yantif. And a little bit weiter, how do we know that an Avil is not to take a haircut made the Ka'amar who Rachman al-Bnei Aaron from the fact that Tyrus said to the sons of Aaron, we know that Nadav and Aviyu died trying to bring Katyrus on the day of Akamas HaMishkan, and Elazar and Yisamar were told, Rashechem Al-Tifro, that you are not allowed to leave your heads unshaven, meaning you have to get a haircut. Mechla, we learn from here, the Kuliyama Asr, that everyone else who's an Avil is Asr to take a haircut, so we see that an Avil is not to take a haircut. However, now we ask, What about someone who's in Cherem or he's a Mitzayr, what about them? Are they allowed to take a haircut? They are not to take haircuts or launder their clothing. And now that we mentioned, someone in Cherem, Menudah Shemais, someone who died in Cherem, Bezin Sarkan Sarone, Bezin, they stone his Aaron. And Rabbi Huda Aimer, he says, Loisha Midu all of Gal, Vanum Kigalisha Achan, as that they put a whole pile of stones on his coffin like they did to Achan, Ella Bezin Shachum Nichan Evangdal Arone, Bezin sends a messenger, they take a large stone and they place it on his coffin. Lamencha, the teacher should call Masnadu, Mesim Niduyev, someone who's put into Cherem and he died in a state of Cherem, Bezin Sarkan Sarone, Bezin is going to stone his Aaron. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow discussing more Dinam of Avil, Menudah, and Mitzayra. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.